Hello, this is Michelle from Baby Ladle. This is going to be part two of When Love Goes Wrong. It started out innocent enough. I thought he was cute. I remember chasing him and becoming his friend so I could be close to him. How he dated other, other girls, but never me. I remember setting him up with a friend just so I could be around more. How crazy is that? We were so young and free. I am not sure where everything went wrong and escalated to the craziness that became my life. I would find excuses to stay in town after school or on weekends so that we could see each other. I joined the junior bowling league and took babysitting jobs so that I didn't have to go home. I wanted to spend as much time with him as possible. He would come over to where I was babysitting after the kids went to play. Sorry, after the kids went to bed to play Nintendo or watch a movie. I remember the parents of the kids coming home early and he was there. He jumped over the back of the couch and hid in a bedroom until they went to bed. The next morning, they told me he knew he was there as it had snowed prior to him coming over and there were tracks up to the house. After that, it was a free-for-all. He came over all the time. I'm sure the parents knew. And if he wasn't over helping me with the kids, we were on the phone. Our affection for each other grew. He would bike to my house and we would hang out. I would hang out at his house. I would visit him while he babysat for others as he would with me. The tipping point to our relationship was one summer where we spent almost every day together. We talked laughed, listened to music. My siblings liked him. He was nice and fun to be around. I was so giddy. My patience had paid off. He finally asked me to be his girlfriend. His sweetness continued. He bought me a teddy bear, held my hand as we walked down the street. We would drive around for hours with his brother with the music blasting. We would go horseback riding to parties and anywhere else we could just to be together. At school, we would pass notes back and forth. He even signed up for the same classes as me, even though I was better at school than him. I remember that we had a class that we had classrooms that shared a window between the two. He moved his desk so that he could sit by the window and would see me in my class. I thought that was so great, that he really liked me and couldn't stand to be away from me. My favorite times at school were in between classes. We would have five minutes to get from one class to the other. We would meet at our lockers. Turns out his was not too far from mine. We would have a kiss and a hug and go our separate ways. I felt like the luckiest girl, especially when we would walk down the halls hanging onto hands. Nothing else mattered. The feeling of being loved and being his girl was everything I wanted. We both looked forward to every second Friday as they were half days and we would spend the afternoon together. Sometimes it would be at the school and other times it would be at his house. There was usually a group of us that hung out together, and I was okay with that as we were all friends. I wasn't sure what to expect out of a high school relationship. I had watched enough movies to want the 16 Candles experience or the boy from Footloose. I had read enough books to know that there was supposed to be romance and caring, that the guy was supposed to sweep you off your feet and be your hero. I thought I wanted someone to take care of me and dote on me and to make me feel like a princess. I wanted things bought for me. I wanted gifts and token of love given to me. I wanted it all. Our first Christmas together, he bought me a ring. I was absolutely over the moon with love. I couldn't believe how lucky I was. Thinking back, I don't recall sharing much of this part of my life with my parents. I do remember asking if I could spend Christmas with him and they agreed. We ended up exchanging gifts prior to the actual holidays as we went to see my grandparents. I didn't consider myself to be secretive or hiding things from my parents. I just didn't think they needed or wanted to know every detail. 
I was a good kid. I did good in school, participated in various sports throughout the year. I did my chores, helped out at home. I did as I was told, and I was rewarded with trust. Somewhere along the line, that changed, though. I started to lie about where I was going, who I was going to be with. I started sneaking around. I would say I was working when I wasn't, or I would offer to babysit for free just so I could stay in town. I honestly don't know why I didn't tell my parents the truth. Maybe I was worried they would ask questions. I'm not sure. By the time my birthday came around, we had been dating for about six months or so. I had a birthday party with my friends. My mom made a cake for me with all my favorite things on it. There was a telephone, a record player, a pizza, a car, and a check. Everything a 16-year-old girl wants. I honestly don't remember what gifts I got. I just remember that cake. I really loved it. Things between me and the boy were heating up. We were spending more and more time together. School dances were always a favorite. It gave us an opportunity to dance and be in each other's arms. School dances also brought out the jealousy. I enjoyed dancing and he really didn't, so I would dance with others. He didn't like that. I don't know why not. I saved the slow ones for him. I didn't want to sit in the corner and watch. I thought that was boring and not the reason why you went to, went to a dance. I always chalked the jealousy up to emotions running high, him being silly and worrying over nothing. Once I got my driver's license, things changed once again. I realized I liked driving and having my freedom even more than I did before. I got a job after school. He didn't like that. I worked with mainly boys and he would come by my work to see me. I didn't like that. I didn't want to get in trouble. When you're at work, you're at work. We would get into fights because I wasn't around, because I was flirting or talking to boys. This starting spilling over into our school day. Remember that window I mentioned in the wall between the two classrooms? Well, he would spend the hours staring at me and watching every move I made. Every person I talked to, every little thing that I did. We would get into fights in the hallway because I was talking to other boys or because I was working on projects with other boys because I wasn't paying attention to him. Each time I tried to reason with him, telling him that I only liked him and eventually that like turned to convincing him that I loved him. I hated feeling this way. I hated having to guard myself around others to have to watch how I acted or who I talked to. Most of the time the fights were just arguments, but every once in a while they would become physical. I have no idea what the fight was about. I remember the hallway being super crowded. Everyone was changing classes, going this way and that. I remember us arguing, and then I was being slammed against the wall. He knocked the books out of my arms and started yelling at me. I remember being scared and shocked, as well as embarrassed about what had just happened. There were people all over the place, and he just did this in front of everyone. Like, even to this day, as I'm writing this, I'm I'm still in disbelief. I'm not sure what happened next, but I remember being hauled down to the principal's office for fighting. Thinking back and knowing who I am, I know I pushed back. I've always pushed back. I never let it go. I never backed down until I did. I got a three-day out-of-school suspension. I was livid. I told the teacher and principal what had happened, and they didn't care. They said I shouldn't have fought back. I was told to go get my belongings and go home. I cried and cried. I was so ashamed. Was it my fault? Did I do something wrong? Should I have just stood there? Maybe I need to change classes. Maybe I don't need to work with people anymore. 
I, I, I don't have words. No one came to my rescue. No one stopped the fight. I wonder if they were as shocked as I was. I'm not even sure who picked up my books and took them to the office for me because it wasn't me. I drove home and I remember being in the house and my dad came in. He asked why I was home. I broke down at the sight of him and everything came spilling out. All the fighting, the jealousy, the name calling, the making up and the saying sorry. Remember how I said that it was sweet and wonderful and fantastic and then we have embarrassment and shame and humiliation, resignation, regret, love, peace, acceptance and over and over and over. That was the cycle. It was great for five minutes and horrible for ten. My dad hugged me and said that it was young love and that everything would be okay. I told him about the school suspension and he laughed and he said, we won't tell your mom. I'm going to end this recording there. As what I said, I've said it pretty matter of factly. I haven't gone into a lot of detail. Um, that little bit that took me just over nine minutes to talk about took me over two hours to write. And I'm hoping that as you listen to that little bit of how you have the highs and you do everything that you possibly can to, you know, spend time together where you start lying and sneaking around to spend time together. And then you're questioning, why am I doing that? And then, like I said, I didn't go into a lot of detail about the name calling and the jealousy and the fighting. And I just highlighted one of the big ones that really stuck out because it happened in front of, I don't know how many people, like literally there were fights. Like, I don't want to say every day, but like almost every day where it was, you're talking to so-and-so or you're doing this or you're doing that. Like the jealousy was out of control. And as a 16 year old girl, it was all I could do to keep my head on straight and reassure that everything was fine because that was my world and that was, you know, my life and I didn't want it to fall apart. I had done everything I could to get the affections of this boy. And it just, you know, I look back and, and, and I know, you know, you look back and, and you're able to, you know, you have that wisdom and that strength and, and, um, you know, just hindsight and, and it's like, oh, honey, there are so many other guys out there and you didn't need to, you know, do this and, you know, this and that, or, you know, whatever the case may be, um, you know, you, you can't change it. And all you can do is, is you can learn from it. And I'm lucky enough that I'm here today that I can actually talk about it because there are some who aren't. So with that being said, I'm going to sign off. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week for part three. Let's get scooping.